went out this morning. Yay! Did it freak you out? No. Yeah. It did freak you out. <laughs> it did. It it's really weird. It's really weird because everybody's been kind of really careful. Yeah. And looking at each other kind of through side eyes and being all suspicious and you know giving people space in the supermarket and it is it's really it's really bizarre it freaked me out yeah when i had my supermarket trip there earlier in the week Mm -hmm. um there i needed to get uh oregano oregano wherever Mm -hmm. part of the world you're in (laughs) um and there was a woman standing in front of the dried herbs section with her cookbook. Oh. And she was going through all these recipes. And I'm standing there going, and you know, ordinarily you'd lean in across and just take what yeah. you wanted. But I was kind of standing there going, uh, hello, this is like so rude. You're lingering so long at the, these products. And like breathing on everything. And she was there with a pencil and her cookbook and she was ticking things off as she was putting them in her trolley. I was like, wow. make a list. Do that before yeah. you leave the house. Make a list so you can just go get in and get out. Like, Well, maybe she wanted what? to linger. Maybe she wanted to be out the house longer. Than yeah, but the longer you normal. linger, that's not easy to say. <laughs> the longer you linger... <laughs> <laughs> the more likelihood of catching it <laughs> but I was standing there going yeah. oh my god seriously <laughs> so I had I had a, a kind of an existential crisis in the supermarket this morning because I wanted to future proof this weekend because mm-hmm. it's like day 18 18,000 at this point it's eight so we're on day 18 now and this weekend, it's to be really lovely. It's to be like 19 degrees here, sunny. So we decided that we were going to do some work in the garden. And we needed to get a few things, including a spade, because we haven't had a garden in three years. So we hadn't got any gardening material, really, um, as such. And there's a poor rose bush out in the garden that is just the most depressing looking thing. It's It's like... It hasn't been loved in a long time, but it's lovely. It has lovely pink roses. So I, I decided to go to the, to the miscellaneous section of the supermarket and they have all of the gardening stuff out. And I was like, oh, look, there's a there's a spade. I'm going to put that in my trolley. And they have, I bought, um, I put dahlia bulbs in and um, another one, I can't remember what it is. Um, gypsophilia, I mean, no, not gypsophilia, it's, that's a teeny weeny little white Yeah, thing. no, 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 it's not that. It's, um, oh, anyway, it's, it starts with a G. I can't remember what it is. I mean, geranium? Oh, yeah, geraniums. That's what they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, dahlias and geraniums. And then I, I bought rose food and, and I put them all in the trolley. And then I was like, oh my God, am I actually allowed by these? Are people going to be looking at me with a spade in my trolley saying, eh, is that essential? You know, because yeah. there's a lot of this um, this judgment going on. I was like, and I stood in, in the aisle and I really was getting like anxious about this. And I was like, oh, what what if somebody stops me and said, that's non-essential. What the hell are you doing? Like, what do you think you're doing? Yeah. And yeah. then a woman came around the corner in the aisle and she had her trolley full with bushes. So I was like, all right, okay, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I see once it's in the supermarket where they're selling food I think it's okay but it, it's that whole thing of we I did a shop and I got loads of meat and stuff like that mm. but you know the way you can't really stockpile fresh veg and it's like 
do I really go to the supermarket like for some vegetables? Yeah. You know, it's kind of, you're trying to, I know you can buy a load of frozen veg, but sometimes the fresh veg is nicer. Yeah. But, um, I don't know, it's just a weird one. You just don't know what to be doing. Like, you really don't, particularly here where they haven't declared a full lockdown in Ireland. So, you know, you're still able to go out to some extent, but only to get food. Yeah. Um, but they are finding people still out and about cyclists. They're the worst. Yeah. My God, they keep sending cyclists home. It's like, are you two kilometers from your house? I don't think so. Go home. It's You're like, not allowed to cycle here. You're not allowed. Yeah. Unless, well, it's, that's it unless it's your primary form of transport, you're not allowed out on a bike. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you see, they did tell people they could go out and exercise as long as they stay within two kilometers of their mm-hmm. house. But they found a guy who drove from one county to another to climb a mountain. Like, what are you, Fleetwood Mac? Go home. Yeah, like. Like, but see, what he doesn't <laughs> realise is that, like, he is putting so many people at risk because if he has to stop for petrol, he's going to have to interact with people. Yeah. If he breaks down, he's going to yeah. have to be rescued. If yeah. he falls and breaks an ankle, he's going to have to go to hospital. I just, I yeah. think there's people who are willfully interpreting the guidelines the way they want to. I mean, and it, it is, stay yeah. at home, stay at home. But they, I, I think they just don't see outside mm-hmm. of this. They don't see a what if scenario, yeah. you know? They don't see that if... If they get into difficulty, then they they're going to have to yeah. be rescued from the side of a mountain, like which means they're going to be in contact with all these and putting those yeah. lives at risk as well, like you know. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, yeah. so this weekend yeah. <laughs> is going to be spent in my garden, fixing the poor rosebush, yeah. making sure. If, but I have a load of tulips coming up. Do you know? I I'm going to tell you something. You're probably going to be horrified. But if that rosebush is a bit scaldy check to see what sort of rose bush it is and then check to see when's the best time to cut it back you're probably better off cutting it right back down to the ground yeah so there's so there's two one is nice and big and healthy and the other's all like wizened and like the the fruit on it yeah. it produces fruit you know that big red thing yeah and you know, I, I nearly like i nearly shoved charcoal down my, my cat's throat because he ate one and i was like God, what if that's poisonous to cats? I'm like, Sabi, screaming at him. I was like, he just said one of them, and he was like, yeah, we eat them in Italy, you put them in, the... and I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah. But I would check. I would check what breed it is, and then uh, check to see when's good to cut back. I would cut it right back down to the ground. I have no clue. It's only, it's only yeah, like Google. this size. Like the other one is really big and healthy, and this other one is really small. Right. Oh, and maybe somebody cut it back before. Yeah. Maybe the people in the house before cut it back and it's only starting yeah, to come back. Maybe, maybe. But yeah. But I'm not cutting the grass. I am not cutting the grass because it's full of dandelions and daisies and these little yellow flowers and little teeny, teeny, tiny blue flowers and purple orchids. It's gorgeous. And there's so many bees right. out and there's no way I'm right. cutting those flowers back. Well, we have no flowers in our lawn, so I'll be cutting the grass. No daisies. Also, I have my sweet pea seed. Huh? No, not yet. No, it's oh, still right. freezing here. Like, yeah. Um, we. Uh, I ha- still have some of my sweet pea seeds that I germinated or that I harvest mm. two years mm-hmm. ago now, three years ago. So I still have a crop from that. So I'm going to germinate them now over the oh, next couple yeah. of days and get them yeah. ready. I bought giant sunflower seeds because it, oh, nice. you know they're. they're uh, six meters, I think. Is that no six B? So six meters. No, no. 
Yes. Six feet. Uh, up mm. to six feet. <laughs> but we just have to figure out where to put them because they need to be in full sun. Um, but apparently the 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 flowers get really really big. So I'm looking forward to that. It's it's going to be yeah. outside and something different. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think, I think for everybody, and and you can see it in all the keto groups and everybody kind of in the community and. Um, I suppose even people that aren't on keto and people that aren't on specific diets or anything like that, like everybody's just like, oh my God, somebody yeah. tell me how to stop eating. Like everybody is not even eating their feelings, yeah. but eating their boredom. Like, you know, it's like, what do you do? Like, you know, you see people saying I'm self-isolating from yeah. the fridge <laughs> yeah. and things like that. You know, it's I'm social distancing yeah. I'm from the fridge. I, said, I had it's somebody just like, in boot camp said I'm consciously uncoupling from carbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but it, you see, because carbs are so quick and easy to go to. And but you see the thing is I was in the supermarket when I was in the supermarket the other day I was buying the stevia mm-hmm. for the husband right and I was funny enough they have the stevia where the sugar is and I was getting the stevia and I looked down to where usually the sugar is just like on a pallet where they just yeah, shove it in yeah, yeah. they don't even bother yeah. making it look nice yeah. like it's on a pallet they just shove it in there was not one bag of sugar left all that was left was bursted bags of sugar huh. on the ground and I just thought to myself, yeah, I'm so glad that's not me. I'm so glad I didn't rock up to that aisle and yeah. go, oh my God, there's no sugar. Like it just makes yeah. such a difference. And it makes such a difference to um, kind of what you have in your fridge and what you eat and stuff. Now, overeat keto, yes. Have I had potatoes? Yes. Am I going to kill myself because I ate no. potatoes? No. Am I Irish? Yeah, yes. the, the worst, worst <laughs> case scenario like, is a bit you know, exactly exactly like you know so it's um it's just one of those things but people everywhere i think everybody's the same it's just everybody eating yeah to cure the boredom and i think you really need to find something to do so that you're not even thinking about food and i know an awful lot of people will say wow this is great my intermittent fasting like has done wonders for my appetite like you know so um you're not even hungry and but for an awful lot of people that are stuck in situations where it's very stressful, yeah. very stressful at home, you know, it's very difficult to think, oh, mm. well, do you know what I'll do? I'll fast, you know, because all you can think yeah. of is just eat all the food. And an awful lot of the situations are kind of tough for people. Like one of the things that has been on my mind for the last while is um, all the people out there that are going yeah. through cancer treatment. And, I know because I've been there when you're getting your cancer treatment and they're telling you all these, like your immunity is completely shot. Like you have literally no immune system. Um, They're telling you not even to go near cats and dogs and stuff like that when you're getting your treatment. You know, be careful you don't get scraped by a cat and all this sort of stuff. And I, all I'm thinking of is all these poor people yeah. who have to go to the hospital to get treatment. And it is just, I would say it's the most terrifying thing at the moment. Like, you know, my heart goes out to anybody yeah. out there who's going through that. Um, and it kind of, it kind of does a little bit put your own kind of mm-hmm. perspective on things, you know, it's like thinking it could be worse. And I always did say that when I was going through treatment, whatever you're going through, yeah. it's worse for somebody else. Like it really is. Somebody yeah. somewhere is worse off. And um, what they're doing over here now in Ireland is the guards have ramped up um, they have all the contacts they've ever had from domestic abuse 
um, any houses they've ever visited. So they're dropping in to see how people are getting on and, you know, just kind of because it is a yeah. horrible time for people who are in that sort of situation, living yeah. at home with an abuser. Um, and, it's and not easy. Yeah, like, so, something that yeah. I, I literally just said to Fabio yesterday, like we are so lucky that we are isolated with our favorite people. So yeah, lucky. that's exactly it. Yeah, I worked with a girl. Yeah, I work with a girl. Worked <laughs> probably worked by the end of all this. But anyway, uh, I work with a girl who um has her own house, but was had mm-hmm. uh, rented out the other two rooms, and um she was when before the the before we all even finished up on work, she was concerned because one of the girls mm-hmm. who went in the room kept bringing her boyfriend back to the house. And was saying, she was saying, oh my God, what if they say, right, everybody's to stay home now. And she's stuck with this guy in her house. Like, you know, and I said, well, just lay down the rules. Like, you know, say no visitors. You know, if it goes into lockdown, no visitors. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a challenging time for so many of us for so many different reasons. But I think what's really important to also be aware of is that you might not be very much affected at all. Like, so, you know, people who have, um, their own businesses and they work at home and you know husband and wife work together and business as usual yeah routine as usual and nothing that much has changed or yeah. you might find that your business is benefiting from this and you you know all of a sudden your revenue has taken off and you feel guilty because you're profiting from it yeah but that's you know that guilt is it's nothing to be guilty for it's keeping the economy going and it's keeping keeping things moving but also remember, people wouldn't spend money if they didn't exactly. have it or they didn't want to spend it. Well, obviously, yeah. there are people out there that are shopaholics, fine. But the majority yeah. of cases, people are buying because they want so to. So look at the Louis Vuitton coat. €40,000 and it's sold out. Stop. Like, who 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 needs to lounge in a, you know, four-lined Louis Vuitton coat? Well, I don't know whether it was four-lined no, it was or not. It was fluffy coat. anyway. No, it was a house coat. No, it wasn't. So, well, it was... It's a coat made to look like oh, a bathrobe. I thought it was a house coat. Which makes oh it even God. worse because it looks like you're out in your pajamas. It's even worse yeah, true. because it's real fur, it's mink. And it's even worse, it's 40,000 euro. <laughs> yeah, and they it, it. they sold out like, you know, it's like, why? This is for all the people say, in Switzerland who are in those posh hotels <laughs> and they need this coat to go out onto their balcony. That's what I was thinking. It's probably Swiss people. <laughs> <laughs> that's where those coats have gone those coats have gone to switzerland <laughs> yeah yeah i think this you know it, it takes a lot of time to to let it all sink in because you know we all had plans we had holiday plans yeah. we were supposed to be in birmingham last weekend yeah you know, we, we were we had plans on um looking at going to uh Courmayeur in italy or val d'azere in france to go kind of 3,000 metres to ski a little bit later in the season and all of that is just yeah, gone. Yeah. And we have um, we have booked a holiday in May, in mid-May, to go to Nice. Yeah, no, that's not uh, going to happen. We don't happen. know what's going to happen there. But <laughs> yeah, also in July, we have a week booked to go again to the south of France, to the beach for 10 days. We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because we were talking about last night, we're we're booked to go to mm-hmm. Gran Canaria in September, but 
chances are by September we might yeah. be fine. We might get to go. So we're not going to do anything about it yet. Like we, like I, I said to Tony last night, we'll probably be the first people off the ground to go on yeah. holidays. When September kicks in, everybody be like, yay! Be a mass exodus yeah. of Irish people to the sun. But um, yeah, mm. look, we're going to hold on to it for the moment anyway and see how it goes. But rage about yeah. Birmingham though, like yeah. that would have been and great. And for a long time they were emailing yeah. saying, look, we're going to take every precaution and it's still going to go ahead. And I was like, no. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not going anyway. Like now this the the kick on from Cheltenham is is starting to happen. Like you see people have it and they're like, yeah. I think I did get it at Cheltenham. Like Cheltenham, by the way, is a big race mm-hmm. meeting, horse race meeting in the UK. And um they let it go ahead at the beginning of all this kicking off, like and it was the most ridiculous yeah. thing ever. Yeah. The problem is ever. that as early as the first week of January, uh the WHO was working with people in Wuhan and was telling all the governments in the world that this was going to happen, that this was going to spread and they needed to start yeah. now taking, but not even Shutting up things down. Yeah. Like yeah. start manufacturing testing. Because the fact is that yeah. if you and I are, have immunity, we can be out and about doing, doing yeah. our normal day-to-day stuff. So the more people they test, the ones that have immunity can well, go that's... back to normal. Yeah. And that will help the economy as well. Yeah. But they're not no. testing. I don't want to go back to normal. Get I'm on your weekend. Yeah. I'm still I'm week. still in yeah, holiday mode. <laughs> I think it was because the French farm so the French um Prime Minister, who is Olivier I can't remember his name. So it's different to so Emmanuel Macron is the president. But so the Prime Minister was saying that, you know, yeah. He was he basically said, Lads, thirtieth of April it's going to be after the 30th yeah. of April. So they're going to make an announcement tomorrow. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is like... Ah, uh, look, you'll be grand. Sure, <laughs> you'll be grand. Yeah, but what worried <laughs> me is my reaction to going outside was, it was like, I shouldn't be out. Yeah. I should be at home. I should be inside. Yeah. It is, it's freaky. It's like I was saying at the start, you remember I said to you when I was going into work on the train when everybody mm. else you know was staying home I was still going into the city on the train and I was saying to Christina standing or sitting on the train yeah. there's people standing on the beach waving at the train and I said uh, I felt like Katniss yeah. in the Hunger Games That's heading to the, the capital and it was just like oh, this is really weird yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah at least it's, it's it's extremely weird and, and bizarre and strange and unprecedented and none of us know what we're doing yeah you know none of us yeah true and also if you don't um request something for us to talk about we'll probably be on here every week talking about lockdown yeah, but I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's you know it, it is something that everybody's going through and the reason that we wanted to talk about it again today was to show that you know what you're feeling is normal and what you're thinking is normal and freaking out is normal and you know having anxiety yeah. is normal and eating the anxiety is normal absolutely yeah but also um the other thing we should mention is that mm. you did a YouTube video for, was that just for your boot campers for EFT? No? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Christina did a boot camp video um, about, you know, kind of dealing with anxiety. And so like, if you want to talk about that for a yeah, minute. Yeah, or... no, that's fine. So last week in boot camp, we actually were talking about mindset. So, you know, the, the, there are certain things that we discuss every week. And week two boot camp was all about um, 
getting the getting your macros right getting the diet right and then i talk about a little bit about mindset but actually it ended up that the entire coaching call was all about mindset because everybody needed help so one of the things that i was talking about is the importance of of managing because you're not going to escape it like it's so weird it's so like it's such an anxious time for so many people that you're just not going to be able to escape it so you need to manage it and one of the really amazing ways that I learned and subsequently teach is EFT or emotional freedom technique. Now you've done this with your own your own accomplishment coach, so so you know yeah. how powerful this is. Like so, I read studies on it that showed that it's actually more effective than cognitive behavioral therapy for people who have. PTSD um, and who have um, OCD and high levels of anxiety and depression. It's been extremely powerful and um, it really works really well for PTSD in, in people who have major episodes of PTSD. So basically while it's, yeah. it's based on um, acupressure points around the body and it's, it's strange because you repeat the negative talk right so if you have the negative thought that you know uh, my life is is never going to be the same again this is the recurring thought in your head that's causing you anxiety it's causing you to be stressed so what you do is you repeat that um as part of the mantra when you're doing the tapping you repeat that so you say even though my life is never going to be the same i deeply and completely love and accept myself and it's not to reinforce yeah. the negative feeling or to reinforce the negative thought. As you do the mantra and you do the tapping along with it, then it actually removes the energy and, and the intensity from the thought. So by the time you're finished around, you might have to do two or three rounds, but by the time you're finished, you can say to yourself, my life is never going to be the same. And you won't have that ball of anxiety in the middle of your chest and your stomach and the, the, the fear mm around it so even though you're not reinforcing the negative you're repeating it to remove the energy so um yeah basically what i just did an instructional video for my boot campers because they all needed just a way to manage this and, and they've the feedback's been really good they've they've all said that it's been extremely helpful yeah no, that's brilliant. Like, but it is, and any any sort mm-hmm. of mindfulness is going to help you now at the moment. Like, even if you were never into it before, even your little bit of meditation, and you know, um, because uh, an awful lot of places you're not able to get out for maybe your ten mile mm-hmm. walk a day or whatever was the thing that really helped you. And I know that's gonna yeah. people are gonna suffer a lot with that that they're not getting their outside exercise. Um, me, I've taken to walking around the garden because. Uh, we have country walk. roads here no. so there's it's not safe to walk on the roads no um and i'm not going to get in the car and drive anywhere to exercise so <laughs> not that i exercise much anyway <laughs> let's be honest i have an allergy to exercise but what i am going to do and uh, i was saying it to christina um mm-hmm. to do a bit of dancing so i'm going to learn the charleston which is something i've always wanted to do i got so i have my dance shoes i'm going to get my youtube videos and set up the sitting room and i am going to learn to charleston yesterday morning i i did because this week is week three boot camp and we were talking about the benefits of exercise and i had to admit to my root campers that i hadn't exercised at all in two weeks because the gym had closed and 
I find it hard to exercise at home. So I promised them yesterday morning that I was going to do some exercise and I'd post a post-workout selfie. So I found um, a video on YouTube that teaches hip-hop moves. Right, okay. So I, I, I did a 30-minute kind of hip-hop dance routine. You, they learn, you learn the routine, but oh my God, I was on my knees afterwards. It was yeah. so hard. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, I love dancing, but I do the all the classical dancing, like you know, the hip hop. Now to me would be a bit yeah. like, no, I'm gonna do my Charles. Yeah, but the hip hop, I think, what what I really liked about I like I like the the music, um, the high high beat yeah. music, kind of. So when I work out in the gym, I I need like 120 beats a minute and above tempo to keep me motivated, like to keep me yeah. going. Um, so that I think that's. That's what I liked more about it was that the, the music that company and that's why I love Zumba because Zumba is it's so much oh, fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. But I think doing Zumba online and doing it on um on YouTube, you don't get the same kind of energy from it because when you're in a room full of people trying to keep up with the, the Zumba teacher and everybody is making mistakes and everybody's laughing and you know, it it's a different kind of energy. Yeah. But it is, a, it is yeah. a good way of getting exercise in your sitting room anyway, in your living room, you know, is to put on YouTube and like, mm-hmm. and there is so many exercise mm-hmm. routines on, on YouTube, like, you know, just to even get out. But if you have like, you know, a little bit of outside space, use it, Yeah. you know, use it for your meditation even, like if it's not big yeah. enough to get a walk in or whatever. So, you know, book at your air. So I think that's important. Yeah. I just went out after work yesterday evening. I went out and I sat in the grass for 15 yeah. minutes just in the sun. No phone. No, actually, I did have my phone with me and I took one photograph of my cat, yeah. which I posted on, on Instagram, um, Insta stories. And then I put the phone down and I just sat and listened to the birds singing yeah. and the wind in the trees. And it was just, it's like a, a deep yeah. impression, I think. Finding that, that way of releasing tension is really important. So the other thing is, if you're really desperate for something to do, okay, really, and this is for everybody out there, and then pass it on to everybody else who's desperate for something to do, is, I want to get the swipey uppy thing on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so I could just go swipe up, swipe up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I am still like 9,495 followers <laughs> away <laughs> from out. getting the swipey uppy thing, right? So. If everybody sent a certain amount of people to my Instagram account mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody followed me, then I'd get the swipey uppy thing. That's true. That's true. I don't know. That's a project. I actually don't yeah. know how many followers I have on Instagram. I don't. That's a community project. You know, that's a, that's like, you know, that's kind of, you know, a charity thing, you know, really, isn't it? Yeah. So actually, I, I, I went down to check and um, so... Does Mark Hamill has posted another April Fool, and we were just talking about that actually before we came on to record the podcast about how mean it is to to do April Fool pranks, and you know people say oh it's all a bit of fun, but actually I I would feel extremely humiliated if if somebody did a practical joke on me. I don't like them. Yeah. So you know, seeing people doing it has been really really uncomfortable. Well, it is because um, some of them are, uh, the, 
Okay. I know people think that they're being funny and they think it's hilarious and they're doing this with the kids and um but one of the ones I saw was uh, a mother dressed her son for school. School uniform, everything. He had a school bag on his back. She actually walked him as far as the gates to school. Now, I hope she lived near that school because otherwise, like, it's all level to wrong either way. Anyway, she walked the kid to the school gates. The school gates were locked and the kids stand there going, but the gates are locked. And he was all revved up to go back to school and see his friends. And I don't think she actually really thought it through the implications of this. Like, apart from the fact that the child is completely humiliated because now she's posted this on social media thinking mm-hmm. this is hilarious. Like, yeah. this poor child is standing there and you'd want to see his little face. Oh, no, I was horrible. just like, how do you do that to a child? Like, that was just, it was just all levels around. Yeah. It was just, yeah, no, it was Yeah, horrible. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, no. And I think his, no, sen- his sentiment is the same by the looks of the Instagram post. Uh, so if you, if you want to go and have a look at it, just go and search for Mark Hamill on, uh, on Instagram. He's right. I know, but he's so gorgeous and he can do nothing wrong. <laughs> That's true. I say, yes, yes, Mark Hamill. <laughs> Since I was teeny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah. anyway, we, we're, we're done for this week. Yeah, we've kind of, we could keep going infinitely about yeah. this, but we're not yeah. going to. No, but we're also not going to come on each week either, like, and kind of spend the whole time talking about um, coronavirus. Well, we didn't. Now, to be fair, we didn't really say much about the virus. True, true. Okay, true. That is true. We're just talking about our situation. (laughs) Yeah. And if there is anything anybody wants to talk about, or if you want to just, if you, you know, actually, do you know what's a good thing? Let us know what you're doing to relieve the boredom. Yes. Let yeah. us know. Let us know and we will talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Um, give people, come back to us and let us know the ideas that you have yeah. for relieving boredom. If you are having a meltdown because you're home educating the children. Oh, yes. <laughs> let us know what you're doing. Let us know if you have any ideas that we could give out to the listeners. Um, and particularly, we know an awful lot of people listen to us when they're doing their weekly exercise and because they're not getting that now or daily exercise, I should say. <laughs> but, or like um, you, six monthly exercise. Well, you know, yeah, that's and that's when I get my swim in on holidays. <laughs> once a year. But anyway, yeah, yeah, once a year, my once a year exercise when I get into the pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know what you're doing to relieve the boredom, and we'll put out some ideas for next week's podcast. Yeah, sounds good. All right, talk okay. to you next week, guys. All right, until then, bye. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to support us, you can head on over to Patreon or alternatively, you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes. Also, don't forget to check our blog for regular updates. So until next time, keto on, keto sisters.